going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Don't they ask the Lord. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Yo, Tango, un lapis amarillo. Thank you. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Mira como ando, mujer, por tu Borracho y apasionado, no más por tu amor. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. That is Linda Ronstadt singing Two Solo Two because she grew up hearing her father sing these songs, these Mexican ballads. Here's what she has to say about why these songs can come out of her. I love when she says, I can't sing it authentically unless I heard it before I was 10 years old. I knew them all, and uh, a lot of them were songs that I learned as a small child from Peggy Lee or from Julie London or from uh, Ella Fitzgerald. You know, I never tried to sing anything that wasn't in the living room of my childhood home by the time I was 10. If it wasn't there by the time I was 10, I don't try because I can't do it authentically. You know, I just don't know what I'm doing. And that's exactly right. What do they say, Ben Lyons? Keep it real. Keep it 100. That's what authentic means. And that's probably why Bob Golick is such a good poker player, because he can see right through you. That's why they wear sunglasses, that Phil Ivy. They don't want you to see your eyes, because in your eyes you can tell whether you're bluffing or not, particularly if you're a really good poker player. You got to take risks, otherwise this life ain't fun. Yeah, you could lose, but it sure is nice to win. In sports, to me, he was everything. He's still alive, but his career's over. But he did it better than anybody else. But he was ridiculed for it. But he kept going. He didn't care. Linda Ronstadt didn't care. They said, no, you can't do it. She did it anyway. You got to have that confidence. Listen to Brett Favre at the end of his career. This is his Hall of Fame speech, hoping he made his dad proud. But knowing a conversation that he overheard, his dad never knew that Brett Favre heard this conversation. But this is what motivated Brett Favre to be the gunslinger, to take chances in his life. And towards the end, if you don't start crying, you ain't, you ain't human. Because he even starts to cry. This is Brett Favre at his Hall of Fame speech. The last high school football game of my high school career, and I overheard my father talking to the three other coaches, and he said, I can assure you one thing about my son. He will play better. He will redeem himself. I know my son. He has it in him. And I never let him know that I heard that, but I, I never forgot that statement. And I want you to know, Dad, I spent the rest of my career trying to redeem myself. Uh, but I spent the rest of my career trying to redeem myself and make him proud. And I hope I succeeded. You did, Brett Favre. And I hope I made my father proud. He used to say, don't be like me, Robbie. I'm a failure. Use your brain and your body. Don't be like me. And all I want to do is be like him. You got to hear the story of Brett Favre. This is Ron Wolf, the GM of the Green Bay Packers, 
took a chance. Atlanta chose Brett Favre first in the draft, and that Jerry Glanville hated him, put him on the bench for the whole year. But Ron Wolf of the Green Bay Packers saw him at Southern Mississippi and said, I'm going to put my reputation on the line. The Green Bay Packers are going to trade and get us Brett Favre. I staked my career here on Brett Favre, and he didn't let me down. He was 248 pounds, and I think his diet consisted of red beans and rice and etouffee and barley and hops. And it was like, this guy, this guy's a quarterback. And so he was going to be the backup. Don Mikowski was an athletic guy who had made the Pro Bowl before, but um, it's all about making the best of your opportunities, right? And that came for Brett sooner than we thought. Soon as they hired him, his second year, his rookie year with the Green Bay Packers, Mike Holmgren, the coach, is going, what did we draft here? Ron Wolf, what are you, crazy? Well, guess what? The big shot, the starting quarterback, three games into the season, season-ending injury. Mike Holmgren says to Steve Mariucci, is he ready? Bring that guy on the field, whoever he is. I can't even pronounce his last name. Mike Holmgren said to me, Steve, get Brett ready. I went, oh, geez, is he ready? And I went, ha, ha. 